Hi everyone, this is Bud Rebel and welcome to the Bud Rebel podcast. Hey. So, so today we have an always we have a special guest. First of all, the Bud Rebel show is your show. And I want you to always send me your comments and what you think we should add, delete, change, get rid of these guys. It's fine, I don't care. It's gonna be the Bud Rebel Podcast at gmail.com. Bud Rebel Podcast at gmail.com. And as you know, you can see us on all different platforms that you would see a podcast. Our show is different than most of your shows you get out there. We have great, unique guests. Yes, I know a lot of people say that, but we can find the unique element of these individuals. We have ideas for new products. We also have our shadow series involved in the podcast where you will hear something from the old time type of radio show. And we have things like just something to just pop up out of the blue. So enjoy yourselves and we look forward to making sure you're entertained. You deserve to entertain the entertained life. is too boring, tough, and difficult. So please stay with us. Tell your friends and join us the Bud Rebel Podcast. And my special guest today, I got two today, wow, two for the price of one, are from a group <laughs> called Across the White Water Tower. They're a country band. They are, right? You guys play country music? Is that right? Yeah, well, bluegrass. Bluegrass, yeah. yeah. Our uh, label requires us to wear the big hat on stage. Yeah, yeah. Hat, yeah. Actually, they're not country music. They're a little bit louder than that. Um... <laughs> I think you are considered called metalcore. Am I right about that? Right. Yeah, yeah, metalcore. So, to find metalcore versus, let's say, other forms of quote rock music, or how would you define you're, it? You're the bigger music nerd. I'm like, yeah. Um, so specifically, this our is Evan, genre, by the way. Hi, my name's Evan. <laughs> <laughs> um, our genre, it's very heavy metal, but all of, like the choruses have like clean sung vocals. Um, there's heavy sections, there's melodic sections. It's very versatile. So it kind of just fits right in the middle between pop and the super heavy stuff, I would say. So you're sort of in between. Okay, yeah. and, and what would you say is your biggest influencer, influence in music? Who, like, what band, what, what group or whatever got you to feel like this whole? Uh, okay, so for me, I guess early on, it was Linkin Park. Like, Linkin Park was the first band that, like, ignited that fire in me that I was like, oh, I want to write music. Like, I want to I be like those guys. Um, after that, there was, like, the band that took it to this level with the screaming and all of that and, like, the heaviness. It's a band called A Day to Remember. I'm not sure if you ever heard of them, but... I try to keep up with these things. <laughs> <laughs> He's cultured. He's cultured, yeah, yeah. So, they, they were really influential for me, like, really early on in my life. I think it was, like... 10. Oh, really? Uh, wow. Yeah. That is young. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was like 10 years old. I was listening to music with like all screams in it. And I was like, wow, I want to be like that guy, you know? And so, you're the singer of the band, basically. No yeah. instruments, just sing. Well, and you sing and you also scream. I sing and scream, yeah. You sing and scream at the same time? No. No, not the top of that, that would be. Well, I guess you could argue that sometimes I do. And I do like. It's like. It's like. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like a form of singing that it's like. It's like a pitch shifted scream. In a way, so it sounds like a scream, and it's like. Oh, you want to give us a demonstration? Way... Let's hear this before I start. I Is that the uh, the Jordan Blake wine I was talking about? No, no, more like like <laughs> uh, you know how like Oliver Sykes on like Sem Paternal has like the more melodic yeah, like the, pitch scream, the pitch fry, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, it's a little loud. I'm not sure it's, that's I... okay. We got earphones. We can hear. Yeah, 
Um, I said, what? Oh, this is awkward. called a, okay. a combination of a scream and a sing. Yeah, so it's like, I'll explain. It's, uh, so it's like, let's like a sleepwalking! It's like, I don't know how to explain. It's like nice and quiet. It's like, a, it's like a melody inside of the and, yell. You can hear like. Now, does that hurt your voice? No. Never? Never. You don't get a sore throat. It only hurts if I'm already sick. Right. Like, if I have a cold and I try to do that, my head feels like it's going to explode. And then, Evan, you're, well, you play the, the guitar. guitar. Yeah. So you do also sing and scream? Uh, I back them up live a little bit, but that's about it. I'll just do a few lines here and there when it needs help. Now, the biggest thing is, I mean, there's so many artists out there, but I think across the Whitewater Tower it seems to be going up in the ladder. I mean, how did you get where you are right now? I mean, how do you get yourself... The marketing, how do you get out there? How do you get your names recognized? There's such competition in this business, I would say. I'd say we always like kind of stuck true to ourselves and just kind of took our own path. A lot of our peers, they kind of just like do the same thing or they're all into the same thing or they all like think there's a set way to get where you want to go. And we just kind of like started breaking down walls and like just kind of being ourselves and putting ourselves out there. Then we also have a lot of people that uh, like do great things for us. Which we're really grateful for. Yeah, we have a really good team behind us for sure. So there's a team behind the yeah. behind the artists, in other words. Absolutely. So what yeah. kind of what what is that team? Who are all those people that are on the team? Well, imagine imagine the entertainment business, much like in film and whatever else. Everything's a big spider web. So as long as you know one big agent, that big agent has all his agent friends, and one small agent might be really cool with one big agent. So everything just kind of trickles. So, like, if you know the right people, then, like, you'll know stuff before anyone else knows anything. So, like, we know a lot of things that are going to go on that, like, bands from here that have been around for, like, 15 years type shit don't know anything about. Because, like, we just... I don't know, we just played nice with the right people and, like, you know... I mean, we love them. It's genuine. But it's, yeah. like, it started off, you know, you got to lick boots. Right. I mean, the question is like, because I guess there's a lot of, you could do wasted time with this music. I mean, not wait, I mean, that way is that, you know, you can play no, some absolutely. places. There's a lot of, and there's a lot of people that aren't, aren't really as productive as they say they are. There are a lot of people that say they're going to do things that don't exactly do things. You have any stories about anybody like that? I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. Never mentioned any names. It's a lot of people who like, they, they're so in love with the idea of being an artist or being having a band or playing music, and that's cool. You know, if if your main goal is to just do your hobby, good oh, on you. Excuse me. But it's when it's when like the weird like patting themselves on the back, like I'm doing so great. Look at me doing all this stuff, and it just comes off really delusional, and none of it actually happened or makes sense. That it's like, dude, you're like you're you're playing like the local bar to like five people, like you know that's a hustle. But, like, after 10 years and you're, like, stroking yourself on it, like, calm down, buddy. There's a lot of people that make themselves bigger than they are, in other words. Right. You can always get bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and there bigger. are people that are, are actually bigger and they make themselves smaller than they really are, in other words, also. Yeah, like, look at people like J. Cole. He walks around looking like a bum. <laughs> and he says it. He's like, I don't give a fuck. And like... Still he's got huge. 10 million monthly listeners yeah, on Spotify or some shit. Yeah, he could pull up and perform at Madison Square Garden. And you played practically all around this country, am I? You know, yeah, you yeah. Travel except for the West, West Coast. Coast. I mean, you've like traveled in a, a what 
Van, I mean, Van, you guys, bus, Sprinter, SUVs, bus, we've done it all. Yeah. I mean, you have to like each other a little bit. I mean, you're together constantly. Well, how many people in the band is it? It's now four. Four of us. And you're like in this little van for like weeks on end? I wouldn't call the van little, to be fair. But um, I mean, it's not. It's not. It's, it's, it's a big it's in this a pretty room? spacious bed. Honestly, I, I don't see them for the majority of the tour, to be honest. Yeah, we have enough room to ourselves. It's not too bad. Yeah. Everybody's got their own little space. I, I would say that at first there was like uh, we weren't used to being around each other so much, and we had more people. And we, and we yeah, we had a lot of stresses going on back then. I'm gonna just keep my. Life. I mean, somebody maybe snores a little loud in the middle of the night. Or That's somebody, fine. We don't even care about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very used to that. We're, we're used to that one. one. We had our first that first time that happened. Where I'm gonna just throw them out there, Arnold. Everybody knows you snore. So we're like in the van. This is the first. Uh, this is our first tour, not on a tour bus this year. So we're all in the van, and we didn't know how to go about it. Cause last tour we had bunks, and we're like, we're like doing stupid shit, opening our curtain and going, "Hey man," just saying something dumb at like three a.m. to the other person. They peek out their bunk. It was really funny. It was cool. There was like a living room. Fast forward to being on a van, we're all like, and this was this was the time we did get a small van. So we're all like. And we're like 11 people deep. We're like sardines. We're looking like... We're looking like a bunch of Puerto Ricans in a Cadillac. Mm. Yeah, my people squish. So <laughs> He's allowed to say that he's Puerto Rican. Yeah, I'm allowed to say that. That's true. <laughs> Full blood. But, um... Yeah, so we was in there. And Arnold passed out. And next thing you know, like, everything she was shaking. Like, homie was... <laughs> That's Math, an official wow. snore. Which is when we decided to start putting random objects in his hand to yeah, hold while he yeah, was sleeping. Yeah, so we just started putting things in his hand. He's sleeping, got his hand out. So it started with it started with like a can of YooHoo. So I put the can of YooHoo, and then we put a bigger big gulp cup, and then after that we we full send it. We put a whole box of cereal in his hand. And, well, then, wait, wait. Before we go any further, we do have some drinks here. These <coughs> are not. We do not have a sponsor for the drinks. So if anybody's interested, but we're gonna try a grapefruit. Quincy, because you probably bought drinks. Turmeric, yeah. saffron. Which one are you gonna try, grapefruit, Quincy, or the um, turmeric? Let's try the turmeric. Turmeric. I think it prevents cancer. Turmeric is really good for you. you know? Yes, it is. I don't know. It's sparkling too. I'm a big advocate of turmeric. All right. I always like to try different drinks. It stains and things yellow. And since it's a look, since it's a quote rock band, I got the skeleton cuffs. Oh, a little rock different. Rock. Spooky. A little we're, spooky. A little fact. Bad A word. <laughs> So as I as you guys go on tour, one of the things that well we taste this a little bit, but as you go on tour, you get these groupies that can get a no. little hard or not too much. No, I mean there's there is some overzealous women, of course, but uh, we are fortunate enough to be <laughs> really dorky. And really weird, so they don't like us. Oh, that's a good way to get rid of. So but they you, go for the cool guys on tour, like those dudes with mad tattoos and they like, standing around like yapra. Like yeah, those yeah they go for them. I got my like, head buried in a computer dude, all day. Like I don't I, have time for this shit. Dude. I usually like, have a, <laughs> I usually have a Nintendo DS on me, and uh, or Switch or something. Now I got this new cool thing. I'll, I'll talk about that later if you want, <laughs> but like. It, it's super dope. It plays like GameCube games and stuff. So that's my new thing. So like that distracts any of the groupies knowing that they're not as... It just distracts not. us from distractions. So there's healthy distractions. There's unhealthy distractions when you're in a position like ours. Mm -hmm. So like unhealthy distractions is things like women, 
and like uh, drugs or like right. You know, like, you know, I mean, it's I, like prioritizing I, like clout chasing versus like you know maybe selling merch. Well, so, I mean, I know I, you probably heard about Aerosmith, the lead singer of Aerosmith, recently. What did he do now, Steven Tyler? Yes. So now the young. He was with a 16-year-old. Oh, man. And he was with, he, he, supposedly the family members gave permission for him to be with her. And he got her pregnant and forced to have an abortion. Cap. And now he, he's being, you know, it's like, it's the old, quote, rock and roll thing that people thought was going on. I'm hearing that doesn't go on as much anymore as what happened Those in the past. Those are some big Aerosmith fans. Yes, but I don't think uh, is that really goes on a it lot. It actually now? happens more than you'd expect it to, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of because you don't when you're on tour. And, I mean, you you all got you all like dating people, but if you're not dating somebody, you don't have to check their ID. Well, um, that's that's the slippery slope. Yeah, a lot of a lot of girls now. We've seen it. We've never indulged, but we've seen seen other people seen other people firsthand fall into the trap of the fake ID from like. Oh, they bring a fake the ID. Yes. Older, wow. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah, you got to be extra smart these days. Like, wow. Extra, extra smart. I remember the uh, the first so they, show they, I yeah. played with this band. I was seventeen at the time, and I watched this girl who I knew was fourteen walk up to the bar and order like three drinks. Yeah, and they just sneak in, and then they they go up no to the problem, band. You know, like it's kind of crazy. Yeah, and you can't say nothing either, because so, then you're a narc rat piece of shit. And then <laughs> whoever's simping for the teenager, like a weirdo, is just gonna beat the brakes off you. Yeah. Wow. So it is a like little... they're already sick. It's not like they're gonna do anything rational. Yeah, and when you go on tour, like you've gone to some probably very strange places, correct? <laughs> yeah. What would you say is like the strangest place that you guys played at? Jacksonville. Jacksonville was, yeah, Jacksonville. <laughs> what would you say happened? I mean, what can you tell us? What like one of these crazy things? Okay, tell about the legend. Okay, this was a whole day of events. So, um, basically, I'll start with like my experience. I woke up. We're on the bus. Uh, this is the first tour we did this year. And I just hear this grinding sound, and then the bus just stops and pulls over to the side of the road. And apparently it, like, literally caught on fire, so that was sick. The bus? The bus caught on fire. Wow. I set my bus on fire. We were on tour with I set my friends on fire. So it was I set my bus on fire. So um, they called, like, all the roadside people to come through. And we're all chilling in, like, the main lounge area when um, this dude just hops on, who apparently we found out was not any service worker or whatever he just he was, pulled off yeah, on the side of the road he, he, was, just, he was just a homie I just, guess. just pulled up and uh, <laughs> he starts going on about how he was the like original drummer of the band godsmack in like 1994 and he was given all this really specific information about like tour dates labels like people in the industry like stuff that only someone that was actually there would really know and the whole time we're not super convinced until he stands up and he starts doing this whole like song and dance where he's snapping his fingers, but it's like really in order with the song. It's like in time. It's really actually good. And we're all just kind of baffled and confused. I'm trying to find the video. It's on the TikTok. I just posted it. So this so wait, this is the guy you met in Jack that came on the bus itself. He said he came on the he came on the bus himself and he said and he just popped on the bus. I don't know. Yeah, where. he just. Just pulled up. And just like started telling his whole life story. Right, yeah. I guess he just assumed that a touring band was on this bus uh, and he just decided to. So eventually, so how did it end? I'll you, show you. You got it? Wait. Well, they can't see it. Don't worry about we, me. Can I we clip it in? I don't know. We have to do <laughs> is it that possible? On. We can clip it in. It's public footage. This is it. it oh, that's the guy. 
That's a guy. What's like? That's your bus there too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's him just snapping his fingers. And he's like, no, but it's crazy because it's really percussive. Yeah, and he's like, like doing his wrists, his fingers, the so way he was moving the air. Is he, is I don't he, know. Is he, is he, he in the like band? Drums. Was he in the I band? I think he's a homeless guy. I think he was in the band. <laughs> but he was also <laughs> he's homeless and he's in the band. So Look, Kurt Cobain was homeless. It's a, it's a little scary, huh? Who knows what happened, honestly. There are a lot of people watch this podcast that want to know how they can profit on doing this because you know it's fun but you have to make a living on it what would you say to those people when it comes to this whole area of business and art there's um a lot of different ways you can boost your revenue source or different it, it, like have different revenue sources for your band between merch ticket sales um making online content um selling media yeah physical media things like that being creative and dropping like tabs for your song so people can learn it gives them an incentive to buy something so they can actually learn your music and then post covers of your songs. It's also like, um, you know, uh, shell out your services, like you teach people, you know, basically sell your services at a certain point once you get to a certain point in your career where you have like, a no like something under your belt, something to show for it, you can be like, hey, you know, you want singing lessons or no guitar lessons or et cetera, et cetera, production lessons. You know, you make some good change on the side. So that, and for talking about money's why, do you guys want to hear a, like a money business idea of mine? Yeah. Yeah, of course. All right. So I just, this one just, this just came out of my head today. There's always, whenever you go online, right, you always can look up and it's like the best croissant, the best quiche, the best whatever, but it's never in your area. It's always somewhere else. You have to travel far away. So how about you open up a restaurant or a place and you call it the best. And what you do is you pick up all the stuff early in the morning, maybe you're frozen, and you just cook it right there. So when they come to the store, it's always the best quiche, whatever, and it keeps changing because you just pick up the best of what the food is. And you don't have to travel all the way out to Hoshkosh to taste the best of the food. So is it like an idea where like you outsource all the best food from the local area and you sell it at this one spot named the best? Well, it wouldn't even be the local area. It would be, because uh, what it came about with me is that every time I look online, like the best hot chocolate or the best croissant, it's always Lower Manhattan or Brooklyn. Uh -huh. All the time. It's always the village. And, yeah. and I'm not traveling all the way to the village all the time myself. So I'm sure that other people, the idea of invention is always what you want. So I'm sure that other people that would like it in Rockland County to get the best croissant. So we pick up hundred croissants down in the village, bring them cold, bring them up here, they'll be all fresh. You'd have the best croissant from this place that's famous for it in the village, in the village. but you don't only have to travel like a mile here in Rockland County. Mm. And, and whatever it is, we always be the best, known as the best food, the best pizzeria. There's a pizzeria that's considered the best pizzeria in the whole world that's located in Manhattan, but lower Manhattan. So then it's like, push like $30. So instead, maybe you pay a little bit more money, when you think about it, parking, going to the city, or, or gas, going to the city, and now you just go right here, you have the best pizza, the best whatever, and every time it's considered the best food. I think there's something to be said conceptually about that for what we do, and something I've learned recently. Um, as some, or being in a band is not just about giving people good music, unfortunately, anymore. You have to have good artwork, you have to have good online content, you have to be personal, you have to show that there's four people that there's 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 something for people to like attach to and like latch on. Yeah, to like put your personality yeah. up there and like really be so being the one stop shop, the best 
there's something to be said for that, I think. I think, I think the whole thing with music also is the idea is that people have something to travel, but and you have, I'm sure you have your really, really great fans that travel all the country to see you. Right. But when the, when the band's in your neighborhood where you don't have to travel, they're right there, you, that's a big thing. That's a big play. And that's when you sell most of your merchandise. You, I'm sure you have to do it online. When the when band's you, in your pocket. Right there, exactly. Yeah. People yeah. are like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to buy everything that time and the whole nine yards. Now, with your merchandise, too, it, it used to be just, I guess, when I was growing up, it was just like a T-shirt. You know, sure. with a band on it, but now you have a whole bunch of all of It's so right? beyond that now. Yeah. Yeah. Booty shorts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, first thing that came to my mind, too. Uh, we got wall flags, we got like regular basketball shorts, tank tops. We've had stickers, lanyards. And you, have, and you have a logo, too. It's like, a, like Van Halen had a logo. You guys have a logo as yeah. well. Yeah, got that brand image, you know. The whole image thing, too. Yeah. Okay, part of the whole Bud Rebel show is there's something, quote, rebellious about you two. Something that's. You're a little unique that no one else would know. For this audience here, we want to know what's your rebellious side. And it's not being a jerk, boys. That's why it's a bunch of So can you tell us your little bit rebellious? And I'm, whatever it is that's a little bit different about you, or even about you, Van, that's a little bit unique. Rebellious. Just a little bit different. It could be something as simple as like me, where I have like, have like five brands of cereal in one time instead of having just one. So it could be something just a little bit that's you. That's just to say for you. I don't know. I feel like we're the always the most fun band to be around on the tour, and we're just like always yelling and having a good, good time and partying. So. Yeah, we're like I would say we're like chaotic good. Yeah, we're like we're rebellious, but it's wholesome. Wholesome, menacing. Yeah. yeah. So it just doesn't cross that line. Nah, I mean, it never gets to the never gets to the Motley Crue. Okay. No, I, I walked outside the venue and I saw him ten feet in the sky, hanging from a street sign. Yeah, things yeah. like that. <coughs> you know, the thing about it is, I mean, I've, yeah, I've, I've seen you play, and it, like, when you climb all those, when you climb yeah, to the top. Right. It's really, it's really wow. That's definitely something that's unique. <laughs> oh I yeah, know. I do love to climb things, random things, uh, buildings, poles, um, places I shouldn't be. Like I just. And it's like a natural talent of mine too. Like I really put no thought into it. Like I've gone to the climbing gym and I've like climbed against like very physically well put together dudes who hit the gym and stuff. And I still smoke every time. I'm just this small <laughs> spider monkey. I'm out here. Like I'm really fast. But so now let me ask you a question. Because many people in the audience that different like different genres of music. Yours is a little bit more quote heavier than most. Yeah. Uh, in, in that way, can they? Can people who are, let's say, not into that music, can they enjoy a show like yours? Or can they enjoy? It? Are there? Are there? Is there a softer side? To I got. Music? I got a funny story about that actually. Mm -hmm. So, over the summer, we played a dope festival over in New Jersey, and uh, we had the shuttle bus for all our fans, everyone we know from the area, who wanted to get really lit. They got up and take the party bus down to the festival. Makes it easy for them. They really bought a ticket. They just threw, you know, maybe some extra cash for like gas or whatnot. It was all cool, mad fun. I got my little brother who like pretty much only listens to rap music to go. He's like, he's like 15. He was like 14 at the time. So he's there and he's having a great time. Now he had a great time for us, um, but that's my little brother. So I was like, you know, I mean, he's gonna have a great time for his big brother, yada yada. But then this is band that went on like a couple bands after us called Bury Your Dead, which are heavier than so us. Good. They're like, it's just a bunch of like Harley Davidson, 
driving tough guys just beating the shit out of each other, like, like in the pit. It's like a hundred of the toughest dudes I've ever seen. It's like, you ever seen the SpongeBob movie? You know, when they pulled mm-hmm. up to the Salty Spittoon? Like, it looked like all of them. And they were beating each other, throwing each other, eating each other, boom, bop, bing, bing, bam. So I said, I gotta go get my little brother right now. Because he was, uh, he was taking a breather outside. I'm like, you gotta get in there and see this. And he went inside and he experienced culture. Hey, loved it. He experienced, like, a spiritual awakening. That mm. is... Well, you know, it's funny you bring that up because it's, it. it's very funny because I'm watching you know, these, these Westerns, 1883 and 1923. They're on uh, Paramount Plus. And I'm not a Western person generally, but it's like opening my eyes. Like he was talking about opening eyes, like a whole different culture, the whole, you know, we're so used to going to a supermarket and picking up food and stuff. And these people like, and they make you feel like how they had to hunt the buffalo. They went out back in the yard and killed their food. Right, and, 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 and they're used to having nice, hot, this nice environment, they're out in the, the middle of the, the woods, you know, and they're like out there and that's it. There's a tornado, they don't have any shelter, they have to just go in the dirt. I mean, it just opened your eyes how the world was and how, how tough it was. How tough it was, you know, and so they bring up the culture, but it, it, it's interesting because it's just like, wow, you know, you realize your ancestors really went through a lot to get us where we are right now. Well, think about dogs. Aren't they, like, descendants from wolves? Yeah, but they got nice and easy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's great to be a dog. Like us? We're no different than dogs. That's an interesting way of looking at it. I mean, maybe that's maybe a little like a dog there sometimes. <laughs> I was curious. You want to do something crazy? I don't know if you want to do something crazy in this show. If I do a little of a song called Annie, do you want to scream in the background see what happens? Do you know the song just the hell of it? What song is it? It's a song called Tomorrow. Uh, I think I, know, I only know the chorus. Well, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm not, not playing this at all, by the way. I don't know if you play this, but let's see what happens. Ready? And my voice isn't that good, so I warn the audience. I got Ready? There you go. The sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow. There'll be sun Just thinking about Tomorrow Leaves away the cobwebs and the sorrow Till there's none When I'm stuck with the day That's gray and lonely I stick out my chin And grin And say Oh my god! <laughs> you got a blank! <laughs> I went so far with it. Tomorrow, you did tomorrow. Wait, wait, who wrote this? Should I go back again? What is it like? What is it like? Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow, I love you tomorrow, yes. Oh, we don't have to do that over again. Okay, you want, you want, Why don't you sing on the chorus? I'm going to make you a bit of a tear. I think you have to do it too. Alright. Wait, wait, give them I don't know this. Wait, tell them the chorus. Just repeat the chorus. It starts with oh. The day that's gray and lonely, 
I just stick out my chin and grin and say tomorrow, tomorrow.
this all together and they love me and shit, which is great. Um, I got like severely bullied in middle school, so I like <clears throat> I went to like the mental hospital a couple times throughout like middle middle school and high school. And then um, everything was like kind of dope up until like honestly like February of this year and I got hit head on in a car accident. Wow. I was just like stopped at a red light and this kid just fell asleep and just hit me head on at like fifty miles an hour. Oh my gosh. So my back is still like mega fucked up. From wow. It. <laughs> that's scary. Um, yeah. Life is life is and that's not part of the whole thing. Like you never know what's gonna happen. Yeah. I was and up I, till like ten thirty eight the other day in pain. <laughs> you know, I gotta tell you I appreciate your honesty and authenticity, you might say, because I've not seen a lot of these politicians like just completely lying about and they've done all the time. I don't mention it is I've mentioned his name, but I don't even want to mention him because what he just mentioned he lied about his is a Santos, okay. He lied about his faith, he lied and, and he lied about he lied about his jobs. I mean it's like why? He's like it's like I think we need people in politics like you will be like just authentically who you are. And not be like people will accept you, yeah. good, yeah. bad, and differently because it's just they know it's real, you know. Instead of someone trying to be someone they're not, I remember when Hillary Clinton went up and she had a southern accent all of a sudden. It was like, it was so fake. You knew it was so fake, and it's like why can't they just be real, you know? Like why can't they just be like us and accept? It gives all sneak energy in general. I don't know what it is about Hillary Clinton. Reptile, perhaps. She's a reptilian. Her and her, Mark Zuckerberg, they're both.
Um, I feel like there's this now growing wave of conservatives because there is such liberal presence. There has to be like, kind of like a yin to yang. So more people are going like conservative now. And like you see a lot more conservatives. Um, it's still not like, I'd say it's kind of shunned upon in society being a conservative. Um, it's a lot of, I guess, negative connotations. But like, even when I say the word liberal, like I don't mean anything bad by it, but like, I'm sure somebody would take it the wrong way. Yeah, well, it's good to be able to, it, I mean, one of the things about the show is that we hope to have discussions about all different things and not be afraid to talk about it in an honest, frank way, and not to, not to be little people because they have a view that we don't agree with or agree with. It's just to hear how it comes about. That's really what's important. You know, I wanted to ask you, it, it's the first show for the New Year's. Did you guys make any New Year's resolutions? I was going to try to drink more water, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> as you can tell. This is a water drink. No, like H2O. Like, you're supposed to drink like eight cups of water a day, and mm. I drink maybe half of one. Right. My New Year's resolution was to drink less alcohol and... What's a bad New Year's resolution for you? What? <laughs> yeah, He's a really good partying person. I'm sorry. I'm not. A, <laughs> I'm not trying to promote alcohol, but he definitely would. He doesn't need that much. It's, like, it's very, it's very good. It's a very good discount. Uh, One or two, he's got. I'm a cheap date. Yeah, very cheap. <laughs> um, yeah, I get, I get drunk pretty quick. So it's not really. It's well, not like espanol. a. Espanol. It doesn't need a lot. <laughs> yeah, a couple shots of es espanol. Well, a nice, um, nice margarita. Yeah, margarita. Don't margarita. That's a nice. Those one. frozen margaritas give me frozen freaking margaritas. brain freezes though, <laughs> because they're so good. I'm like, these frozen margaritas. Next thing I'm like, ah, I can't even enjoy you them. Know, I had to bring up, and I forgot this. I keep forgetting to bring this up. I'm supposed to bring up a weird fact, and I forgot my weird fact for the day, and I I had one because I was watching like these shows, like the podcast Hidden Brain. Which has all these really interesting Shout things. Out yeah, it's a it's a podcast. It's really great about like all these things about your mind that you would never know. And and I forgot the this hidden fact. But you out there, if you have an interesting weird fact that you want to share, again the website is the Bible Podcast at gmail.com. I wanna end this podcast with wishing you that your New Year's resolutions actually come true. My New Year's resolution is to speak slower. So I'm gonna to try to do that. And actually speak in the tone that the people that are listening hear better. I was told that if you speak slow to people that speak to hear slow, it helps out. So that's one of my New Year's resolutions. I forgot the other ones. I think I may have to, I think that's a good one. But I hope that this year, God willing, that you'll be able to achieve your New Year's resolutions past up to the next year and they don't fade away, and that your life gets better day by day. We're in tough times, but hopefully this world will be a little happy, and hopefully this podcast adds a little bit, a little bit of brightness to what might be a cloudy day. Thank you for joining us, and again, please get involved in the, the show, and it's the Bud Rebel Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much. God bless. See you soon. Follow across White Water Tower. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, that's it. Goodbye, guys. Bye-bye. Like, did you miss the money-making tip of the day? Uh, I can edit it. Do anyway. you want to just add that real quick yeah, so I can edit it yeah. somewhere? Okay, well, yeah, let's just say, talk about your money thing again. How do you what money thing? No, he's going to talk about, he's going to say a little bit about how they make money. Okay. Oh, we have that. You could just say, like, okay. by the way, guys, uh, here's, I don't know, I'll just segue it in. Yeah. Okay. I have a weird fact, I'm talking about weird fact. Yeah. I remember being about 
about something. Give me one second. It sure it was about something. It was about something with something of the brain thing that but even if you have like a simple money making fact like yes. that's a good way to promote it to people because right now we're like in a horrible economy right so <laughs> you know so like it, this is gonna help people watch your show like here's a money making tip from bud businessman you know yes okay what i drank it all damn okay and action I wanted to give you. Wait, a, wait, guys. Okay. I wanted to share with you a little money-making tip in these difficult times that we are in. And it's actually a very good one to be a time to be in. In a sense, look for quality companies that produce a dividend that are on a fifty-two week low and hold on to them. Do not give. Don't worry about it. Change tomorrow. You will be much better off. When I was growing up, Apple was a bomb it was in the 80s it was terrible today they might be as simple as as facebook but look for company companies that are not doing uh, the, the the money the stock is down but it's still producing a dividend and you will be in much better shape in the years to come thank you for joining us is again. there any examples yeah. that yes. you give people because yeah. like what if someone is new to stocks and they're like you yeah, know, what is it doing? Yeah, you can be like, investing yes. okay, oh, 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 yeah. for example, here are some that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And don't worry, I have the the exit of your podcast, so you don't have to repeat the ending. Yeah. Okay. So let's say, what's my car company? What's this car? Tesla. Tesla. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Maybe give like two examples yes, so these people already, can look them up. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like startups or. Okay, so I want to tell you today's tough times that I have a money making tip. That's more of a long-term gain, you might say. One, invest in companies that produce a good dividend and are on a 52-week low. Example of one of the companies that I think might be on the way up is Tesla. I think they're being hit a lot because of political pressure, but he still, Elon Musk, makes a great product, and he has an extremely loyal following. So I think that's something to look at, especially as it's, the price is on the lower end. I... I'm a big fan of options, so you can put a put on a Tesla at like 109, a, lower, a little bit lower, and you can get it at a better price and re receive monies as it's going on. Another company is Amazon. I mean, Amazon, I think, is, is again, is at a low end. I'm not a big fan of you know, the owner, but it is a great company that gets you goods and the price is very low. So these are two companies you might want to look at and consider in the near future and follow the stocks because again, they, over time, they're gonna come back up, you're gonna get dividends, and I think it's a nice return. Thank you. Great, got it, thank uh, you. Wait, did you also wanna plug Starcoin? Oh yeah, somehow? you wanna say something about Starcoin? Okay. You're, you're talking about investments, invest in Bud. Starcoin. Star okay, okay. And this this could be your last thing. No problem, I appreciate it. Ask them about it too, you want some of their, like have you guys heard about Starcoin? Okay. No, here it is. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to know, guys, have you ever heard, of, you know, what we, as an artist, we created a coin that deals with it a little bit more of the filament, but we also do other areas. It's called Starcoin, and it's more of a token that allows you to participate in exciting events. So, like, we're going to, get, we're going to go to L.A. on it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go to L.A. in January 25th, the people who are Starcoin owners, and we're not just going to, like... Do some go to some restaurant that's not that. Good. We're gonna go something different, weird, and unique. I think life is about like we talk about 
being going to these exciting different things. What do you call the word? Give me that word. Life is about being at that being at that event or being at that thing that the I'm thinking that word. Sorry. So pause for a second. What is it called when you go to like big events when you go to like having networking? Uh, no, like fun things that you, you exciting. No <laughs> amusement. Extravaganza? No, it's like having experiences. Thank you. Experiences. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Right, I'm so Whatever you're ready. Okay. Thank you. I don't know if I told you also, we have something called StarCoin that we're involved in. Oh. Yeah, and, and it's, it's sort of like what you guys do because when you go to one of your concerts, it's an experience, you know? And someone goes to your concert, they experience, they hold on to, they talk to their friends, it's something whole, you, you know, get that. So people that are StarCoin holders, have experiences that they have. We went. We did, so this is a crypto. Yeah, it's a it's a token. We went on skydiving. I never would have done it without Starcoin. Yeah, I would, we were gonna go last year on a hot air balloon, but it, the wind was like a little off. From a balloon. From a balloon, a hot air balloon. That would be really cool. But yeah, the air has to be perfect. But so this year we're going to LA on January twentieth. People that are Starcoin owners, but we're not like just gonna go to some restaurant. We're gonna have an experience. So it's gonna be something unique. I'm not going to tell anybody, we're going to try to do things a little different than you normally do. And by having an experience with friends, you hold on to it. It's not just like, whatever, it's something you keep. Yeah. So that's why I think if that's what you like, StarCoin could be a great thing. And also, because it's a token, it doesn't go up and down in the market like something else. It holds its value, which is very cool. unusual. Yeah. It's, it's, like a, like, it's like an NFT that you can use to like experience things in life, I guess. Like, yeah. Fun. It's a fun like thing. community. Right? Yeah, it's a community. And... We're actually involved in another NFT, which is going to be something else. So people will get different benefits. But basically, it's about having a good time because life is short. And as you mentioned before, you, you never know what can happen. So yeah. that's what it's about. You know?